Struggling for Purpose for April 22nd, 2019. My name is John Wilkerson, and today I am going to be basically updating a blog post that I did in 2015 about Periscope, when Periscope was all the rage. And I talked about seven ways to serve your audience with Periscope. And I think now that all of those ideas can be transitioned to live video in general, now that live video is all the rage. So hopefully this will help you as a podcaster or if you're an entrepreneur or whatever the case may be. It really is amazing to me how much live video has taken off since Periscope. Periscope was really popular. It ended up being purchased by Twitter. It's still an independent app, but you can go live on Twitter. You can go live on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. There are so many platforms now that support live streaming. And as podcasters, specifically me as a podcaster, if we want to engage our audience, live video is a way to do that. Now, some podcasters live stream the production of their podcasts to Twitch, to YouTube, to Facebook Live. They do that regularly every single time they record it. But if you're one of those people who doesn't necessarily do that and you want to start getting into live video and you're wondering what can live video offer your audience, I think these seven things will help you. Now, the first thing is to offer training and tutorials. Now, you might think, well, I'm a uh, I podcast about entertainment. How is this going to help me by offering training and tutorials? Well, maybe you have a tip that you can share with your audience about uh, your favorite streaming service or how to sign up and manage free trials and things like that so you can get the most out of them. I know that a lot of times when there's an announcement about a series that's coming out, people will wait until a certain point. You know, if there's a 15-day trial, they will wait until a certain point in the series so that they know that they can then binge watch that series. So offering that kind of those kind of tips, those kinds of training and tutorials are very helpful to your audience and they'll appreciate it. And it's fun to do it in a live environment. The second thing that you can do is hold a question and answer session. You may have a group of listeners that have a number of questions about you and you can just hold a question and answer session. A lot of these live uh, products offer you a way to send in a question to the person who's doing the live broadcast or comments and things like that. And holding a question and answer session is really a great way to connect with your audience. They can ask you about your podcast. They can ask you personal questions. They can ask you about what you think about the latest episode of your favorite TV show, whatever the case may be. But it lets people get to know you a little bit better and it's a great way to just engage with your audience. 
The third way is to announce new or exclusive content or products. Maybe you're releasing a new podcast series. Maybe you have a book that's coming out. Maybe you're going to be at a certain convention. Offering that through a live platform saying, hey, we're going to go live on this day at this time and we have a really exciting announcement and letting your audience know whether it's through Twitter or Facebook or whatever platform you're choosing to engage on, letting them know that draws them in and builds excitement for that. Even if you're offering them, hey, we're going to do a new podcast, so it's more free content for you. People get excited about that. So making these kinds of announcements in a live environment let kind of lets those people, you're really your diehard fans who are following you, they're able to get that information a little bit quicker than the people who just maybe subscribe to your podcast. You can give people a behind-the-scenes view of what you do. One of my favorite things to do is watch videos of how people have their podcasting studio set up. I like to see the gear that they're using. I like to see how they um, set up their mixers, how they're bringing in interviews, all these different ways. Now, I'm a very simple gorilla style podcaster. I'm using my Google Pixel right now and recording into Auphonic, which will then process my audio. It'll send it up to Podbean where it'll be available for the podcast this afternoon after I record it. But I do like to see the gear that people use. And maybe it'll inspire people to become podcasters. Maybe it will inspire people to donate. If you have a Patreon campaign and you offer a behind-the-scenes look at what you do and they see what you've invested in a podcast that they listen to for free, maybe that will inspire them to help you out. The fifth thing that you can do is ask for feedback. Live video is a great way to get feedback. And especially if you leave that video up for a certain amount of time so that people can actually provide you with feedback. If you are looking to make some changes to your show, if you are looking to just get commentary from people on things that you're doing about whether or not a segment in your show works or whether or not a functionality on your website works, I'm thinking about writing a book. What do you think about these topics? A live live video is a great way to do that. And it really helps people to feel like they're part of the creative process with you. The sixth thing that you can do is offer bite-sized content that's easier to consume than long-form articles or videos. Not everyone may have the time or be able to sit down and read a long article or watch a long video that you produce or even listen to a long podcast. But if you have bite-sized content that's easier for them to consume on a daily basis or every other day, 
or something like that, it makes the your listeners feel a little bit more connected to what you're doing. And especially if you are trying to sell a product, it really it helps as well too. They can see, like one of the things that I mentioned, they can see the behind the scenes. They can see how the book is being made. And at the same time, you can offer them snippets of the content that you're creating for an online course or whatever the case may be. Again, if you're an entertainment podcast, maybe you offer some bite-sized content of an interview that you did with someone that you're excited to share this interview and you just, you want to build up some excitement for the interview, for the release of the interview. If you share bite size or behind the scenes or even outtakes in live video, that's something that you can do as well. And, and here's the thing is that you can do this on Facebook, especially, which a lot of people don't know this, and this will tie into number seven. You can actually upload a video to YouTube or to, to Facebook and make it run as if it were live. So you upload the video and then it starts playing at a certain a certain time. And this allows you to uh, do a couple things. For one thing, you can repurpose content for new audience members. Now, one of the things that I'm doing right here is I'm repurposing this particular thing that uh, I did in 2015, this, this seven ways to serve your audience. Now, I could have, if I chosen to, do this live and recorded a video and I could have done it on Instagram. I could have done it on YouTube or Facebook or a number of other platforms and just repurposed this list and just gone through it again. You probably have old content. If you've been podcasting for more than five years, you probably have a ton of content that most of your audience hasn't heard or seen before. And you can repurpose that in live video without having to recreate the wheel. And the nice thing about your live content is if you download the video, you can use that audio for future podcasts. So if you're doing a live session where you're doing a question and answer session and you have a feedback segment, you can cut in the audio from your live segment into your feedback segment on your podcast. So there's a number of things that you can do, not only repurpose content that you already have, but you can repurpose the live content as well for your podcast or for an online class or whatever. So just real quickly, again, as I wrap up here, here are those seven ways to serve your audience with live video. You can offer training and tutorials. You can hold a question and answer session. You can announce new or exclusive content or products. You can give your audience a behind the scenes view of what you do. You can ask for feedback. You can offer bite-sized content that's easier to consume than long form articles or videos. And finally, you can repurpose older content for newer audience members. Now, I understand that all of these may not apply to every podcaster, but I hope that you'll take a few of these things and consider doing live video, and I hope that it helps you improve your podcasting experience. 
So until then, listen, don't forget to press record. And thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking me in your ears.